scare him off. Where are you going to scare him off to? Hell number two? Are you just going to sit there and let him burn? This is this, Chris from Don't Let Them Burn. Don't Let Them Burn. This is Welcome Reign of the Tech, the program. This is Hollywood Matrix episode five. But before we get started here, I want to show you guys a few things. Obviously, here, this is our YouTube channel. For those that are not familiar, we have a ton of segments. We have Paranormal Shift. We have Hollywood Matrix Game Invaders. We have Reign of the Tech. We have um, Codex Explained, The Political Edge. We have more segments coming out just to give you guys a variety of things to look at and sort through in your head um, as you come. Some of you might not be um, you know, interested in video games or superheroes, and you might be uh, you know, ready to listen to some politics or whatnot. Uh, this will help you to navigate through our programming instead of us doing random shows. Also, um, this is my music channel, Hurricane 7. We have a song called Genetic Apocalypse, and it's featuring my daughter. You can go there and subscribe. We have a few songs we're working on. If you're interested in this type of music, and this song is to basically bring awareness to the genet genetic ma manipulation that's going on now, not 50 years from now, right now on our planet. And here, this is the Alien Deception Entertainment Frontlines, our documentary that we're working on uh, that will be coming out whenever it's done. We're in the um, pretty much the research phase at this point. I had to take a break and you know, do some college work and took a break from that. Now I'm back to this. <laughs> so I just hope that you guys tune in. But check this out as before we get into our main guest, just want to show you guys. This is not the game. We uh, This is one of the shirts I, I brought out, you know, uh, to promote everything. So as you can see there, it's my documentary that uh, don't let them burn.com the alien deception entertainment frontlines and you see this picture from movie so i'm not sure if i'm going to release this shirt because it has some issues <laughs> um dealing with artwork that i might not be able to release the shirt but as we move we have obviously now today a special guest and his name is 107 if i can get this mic to unmute here we can bring him in are you mute, muted there, sir? Looks like he's muted. Might have to jump out and jump back in if you he can hear me. Let me give him a text here. Um, tell him to jump back in the studio. Oh, there it is. Oh, you there? Hello? Yep, I'm here. Are you there? There we go. All right. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. <laughs> welcome. welcome. I had to be worried because I, I could see I wasn't muted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, welcome. And uh, let's get this thing on the road. Uh, but first, you know what? Uh, something just happened a few minutes ago dealing with your book. Let the, let the audience know. I see. I see we're getting very... Very bad audio. I don't know if it's your end or my end, bro. Um, uh, and I apologize, but I think it's, you know. I can hear you oh, now. I can hear, we can hear you. Okay. 
Yeah, we're we're both pretty pixelated on the uh, audio. Anything you can do to turn down the bandwidth needed? Um, I'll stop sharing. Uh, how about that? Okay. I think that's better. It uh, it was it was uh, you know getting pixelated because there wasn't enough bandwidth to do everything. Okay. Well, all right. So uh, yeah, audience. you're good now. All right. What what went on with your book a few minutes ago? What went out? Hello. Oh, you're muted again. Sorry, guys. Technical difficulties here. We'll get this all sorted out in a minute. But in the meantime, I'll try to share my screen here again. And as you guys know, we did a show the other day on um, his book, Hid by the Side of the Road. And tonight, we'll be talking about uh, the stuff going on in Hollywood. And some of that was encapsulated in this book, um, dealing with, you know, some of the, the, the stuff that went on in the 50s, 60s and whatnot. And uh, if you haven't picked up the book yet, you might want to pick it up. Here we go. Chapter one is... Um, about basically we are the kids by the side of the road and we've been watching all these events take place and not knowing what was going on. Uh, in the background, you see imagery of popcorn. Uh, the, the corn is the, those are the bad guys, right? And here we go. Um, all patriots must listen. And that's pretty much self-explanatory, right? We have an awakening that needs to happen in this country and tomorrow pretty much decides that which which way we're going to go is it going to be in the tank or are we going to be dealing with freedom right so then um chapter three has the q sentinel team versus osiris 17 teams the 17th letter of the alphabet is what's going on there let me um try to get uh want to jump back in oh, there we go every time i do that okay there i am there i am all right now <laughs> i'll just explain some things in the book here and uh the fourth chapter yeah, silver that, yeah. and pure yeah. dream all right so we're good now okay all right all right all right so well okay. then we just have a, a thing that just came out uh for those that want to buy more than one you know one pack which we have two two in a pack in that mailing right now for the people that got the uh, ebook um, we have a 10 pack and a 20 pack and uh, we've put the cost of that right down at the bones so that people can have it you know there's so much that goes into this people have no concept of all the stuff including you know making sure that uh, the writer and, and you and all the mailing things are taken care of uh, let alone the cost of printing so and it's not just a small little book this is 11 by 14 it's done in a magazine format uh but it's actually an inch larger than even the old look or life magazine so we actually had to get special paper to do this print and uh it looks excellent and uh you're gonna really enjoy it if you get it so uh, it's a showpiece for your table and uh we've had uh Beautiful reviews by all the people that have seen the ebook, and uh, shortly here, sometime tomorrow, uh, some of the books will start being mailed. We've had to wait for paper, and they had a uh, 
hurricane and tornado in the area of the uh, printer that screwed things up. So, uh, but we're right on it and uh, anxious to uh, get this out and people should have the first of them here in just a few days uh, through the mails. So there you go, Chris. All right. Uh, so uh, some were asking uh, pretty much they didn't get the email. Okay. So if you haven't gotten the email, check your junk mail. We sent it out to everyone um, at one time. So check your junk mail, make sure it's not in your spam folder or anything like that. Um, you should have it because we didn't leave anyone else. Okay. Um, so as we move, oh, and by the way, give it like two weeks before you receive your physical copy, the Trump uh, victory edition, pretty much election day edition. Okay. So give it two weeks. Yeah. When this right. is, when this is over with this edition, then when we print the future uh, books, it'll have the same material inside, but it won't be uh, badged the same. And uh, so this is kind of a, you know, um, the early version. It's the uh, first edition, and uh, it'll be remembered that way. It's already on its way to being a classic, I think, and uh, uh, folks are really enjoying it that uh, have seen what we got going there. So, and I'm very thankful, Chris, for the fantastic job you did. But uh, um, anyway, enough about the book. Let's get to the interesting stuff. All right, so we're tonight. We're talking about the dark corners of Tinseltown. Uh, give us what you have. Where do you, where do you want to start? Well, people don't understand how managed, controlled uh, Hollywood is, and so you got to think about this. In any war, there's always the propaganda. It doesn't matter what era you're in. You have to have some kind of news information, even if it's um, the scuttlebutt, the rumors that are spread around behind the scenes. Uh, that's a type of propaganda. Um, I'll use an example. Um, the uh, story about babies being pulled from incubators uh, when Saddam went into Kuwait. And that was used as a justification for going in and getting rid of Saddam because he's such a bad, evil guy. And the girl that came in supposedly was a nurse in the hospital and watched him pulling babies out of the incubators in the hospital and setting them on the floor and stealing the incubators and taking them back to uh, uh, Baghdad. Um, that whole thing got Americans very upset when they heard about her testimony before Congress. But the whole thing wasn't true. Never happened. Mm. It it twisted their minds, twisted the public's mind, and was. You went out there. You checked out for a second there, sir. If you hear me. Second here. One second. All right. I apologize. Something called, and I had it. I thought I had the phones uh, blocked coming in. Okay. Anyway, it would be there. Uh, um, yes. Uh, I have it there, I'm here. Yeah, we got a, got a horrible, uh, horrible connection all of a sudden. Yeah, if you want to, hey, if, you want, if you want to jump off and jump back on, it's fine. Yeah, let me jump off this right again. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep going for you while you do that. All right. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, somebody pointed out in the chat there uh, about mind control. 
you had MK Ultra, which MK Ultra just stems pretty much off of witchcraft <laughs> and um you know trauma-based mind control you could find that in satanism they show you oh remember the movie clockwork orange that's a good representation of what what's what's happening there you know they, they put the guy in the chair and they had like these things on his eyelids and whatnot and they showed him nothing but horrible images war sex violence whatever and they changed him into someone else so that's that's a picture of what's going on there in not only Hollywood but a lot of other places in our in our country around the world. Uh, people are subject to this in one form or another. In fact, if you go into NLP, uh, neuro linguistic processing, you'll find the same thing. So anyway, let me see here. I'm back. I hope. All right. Here we go. Okay. Anyway, pick up where we left off. So when you think about. Um, people in a society, a large mass of people, um, you know, even back in, you know, Rome or anywhere, for example, I'll use an example from Rome when, when, uh, Rome burned, um, uh, Nero had spread the rumor that, uh, it was the Christians who had burned Rome when in fact it was Nero himself who'd had his troops do it. They did it at the exact right time of the day where the wind was blowing into this huge bazaar area that had tents and everything else in it where all the merchants were and uh, the various buildings there in this area of Rome by the stables. And so uh, his people started all these fires, killed thousands, destroyed everything. And his intent was he wanted to rebuild part of Rome and do it in his image. And so he spread the rumor to deflect everybody because people knew that uh, his troops had set the fire and said it was the Christians masquerading as uh, Roman troops that set the fire. And so then they went out and started tracking down all the Christians and burning them at the stake in his gardens, uh, literally covering them in pitch and lighting them on fire tied to, to stakes in his garden. And um, so there was another type of propaganda there also, which was if you go against Nero or if you go against his religion, which he was a Saturnist, uh, worshiping the god Saturn, yeah. um, that, uh, that your fate would be the same as these Christians. And so, of course, people heard the rumors of the screams of people burning in his gardens with pitch all over them uh, and uh, the staff and everybody else everybody feared Nero because of that they didn't want to be the next victim type of thing um, and uh, so you know rumor uh, talk propaganda does a lot of things to you now in the modern era today uh, the fastest way to get to the public because speed's a big factor in the old days you know travel through the village you know you might uh, might say a rumor tra travels faster than the truth uh, type of thing. Yeah. But with the news, with Hollywood, um, you are being propagandas. The, the people that are behind those things have strategically put themselves in positions of power and authority. Uh, and they've mutually self-promoted. They just look like they're People that are real smart and work their way up through the ranks. But the reality is their family members 
um, of these bloodline families who have worked together to create this create this illusion that they're just like you and me. They're just the average people, but they've somehow succeeded and worked their way up through the ranks, including the stars, uh, the promoters, the producers, and things like that. While in reality, a significant percentage of them are these controllers. They get the contracts. They have the extra money. They get somebody to back them to push their agenda. And other people have great ideas, great understanding, great skills, great actors, actresses. They don't get the part. And, you know, it's not always that case. There are people that are just great actors or actresses and they get sifted in there. But there's a huge percentage where it's a um, mutual self-promotion within the families, etc. Uh, so another example would be... Um, you know, in World War II, or excuse me, in the Korean War. Uh, during World War II, you had the movie reels, movie tone, would show you a bunch of things that were important, what was going on with the stars, what was going on with somebody's latest invention, uh, and then what was going on in the uh, war on the front in Europe or in Japan. And they'd play these little clips, and people that were going to the movies, they'd not just see whatever movie was out, but they'd also see a, a little clip. Well, it's important because people that are um, uh, going to the movie, they're already getting a, a film uh, thing that's putting things in their mind, a la Casablanca, the movie, okay. where it's getting you in the mood for you know a wartime scenario and the intrigues going on behind the scenes with uh, you know the French and the Americans and and the beautiful woman, the piano player, and uh, sorry, cut out again, sir. Or um, her dad. Her dad was um, in the military. Was a very decorated soldier. Had done some pretty incredible exploits during the Korean War. So he was a good-looking guy. And, uh, you know, very ladies' man-ish. Uh, also been an athlete before he went in the war. So they go over, track him down, get permission from uh, the uh, uh, CIA. And remember, the CIA was founded in 47 after World War II. This is in the Korean War, I believe, 53. And uh, they got money and assistance from the CIA for this studio to go to Korea and grab this actor and make a movie about the exploits of this man, uh, the situation he was in when he uh, uh, did this particular deed. And he was completely embarrassed, didn't want to do it, but he got told by his superiors, you will do this. This is important to uh, people at home. And, you know, we need to people understand what's going on here, blah, blah, blah. So when he was done, they wanted to bring him back to Hollywood and make him the next big star. This guy just, that wasn't his thing. His guys that he was fighting with were out fighting without him. And he wanted to be in the fight with them because he, he thought it was um, uh, uh, wrong uh, 
to not be in the fight equally with them and to just you know be talking about something that a lot of other guys did in his opinion acts of heroism that probably were never seen never will be known except by god himself he didn't want to be singled out that way as though he was somehow unique because guys were doing incredible things every day but they did the movie it's out there and so in that angle the, the people managing and controlling it that was the cia that was where the funds came from uh, to be injecting this into hollywood those types of relationships including from the war department uh, the various branches of the surface have stayed in place all along in the interim and cooperation i'll give you one other nugget um a film director was looking at uh producing a film using uh, military equipment and personnel and was looking at a location up in uh, i believe it was north dakota and i don't think it was minot it was one of the other bases up there it was a, a army base not the, the air force base and um so he's up there taking pictures he needed some uh pictures of a person inside the tank um doing different things to kind of get lighting and effects to take back the studio and all that so he took a bunch of pictures and uh returned to hollywood was going through all of his stuff a couple of years later after the oklahoma city bombing He's looking at the person in the tank and he goes, oh, my God, mm. that's Timothy McVeigh. And this is during the era when Timothy McVeigh was supposedly uh, working with the militias and the uh, uh, organizations that were, uh, uh, you know, racist organizations uh, and uh, uh, Nazi inspired organizations. Breaking up, sir. <laughs> yet, here he is. On a Breaking up, sir. Breaking up. Connections going. Very base in his fatigue. Uh, training. Told that we still there. Yeah, we're here, but you're breaking up. Like you're probably going through the mountains or something. I've got great bars here, so I don't know what to tell you there, bro. All right, go ahead. Keep going. Okay. So at the end of the day, um, here's a guy that's on the payroll, but, uh, you know, we're being told he isn't. We're being propagandized. Now, why do I bring that back to Hollywood? Because the news, all of the stuff you heard about Timothy McVeigh through the news media, was in large measure a propaganda operation to tell you all the things you needed to know in order to have a picture of him to look a certain way. And yet uh, certain details there are ignored. Uh, evidence, facts about uh, what he was doing, who he was with. Uh, and uh, we look coming out and, and the dust coming out of the building 
Jones uh, before. Okay. It's, it's, no, it's getting, oh boy. What's wrong? What's up with this connection here? Stories tall. You want me to step in again? Yeah. <laughs> Everything we, we did the last two minutes, it was, oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, sorry about that, guys. Um, I know he's giving out some important information here, but if we can't make any sense of it, <laughs> it's like we have to start over. So let's hope that the next time he comes on, that this will go the right way. So I'm freeing up space on my, my computer is running fast. It's running fine. It's not me. Uh, memory's clear. Everything's good. So anyway, as we move, He's giving out some information there about old Hollywood. You know, one of the interesting facts about the CIA is even way back then, they're involved in all sorts of um, movies. They have a, a, a special team to uh, dictate what comes out in your movies as well. Here you go again. Let's see. All right, here we go. Hello? The issue is, is yeah, we there? Yeah, we're I'm here. here. Okay. Mm. The issue is, uh, even in that photo graph that was released you are being propagandized with an image that was a digitally altered image it wasn't what actually was there the and we're talking image about was designed the the smoke and dust cloud at the top of the building uh oh. one of the two uh towers during okay, the 9 11 attacks uh, uh when one had fallen and the other was about to and so the way you're being impacted in your mind is critical because you react to that, you respond to it, your adrenaline, your, um, uh, you know, the various glands in your body um, will adrenalize you and leave an imprint, an emotional imprint that's backed up by uh, chemicals, if you will, like a mm -hmm. drug-induced uh, experience uh, in trauma-based programming, etc. So now you look at Hollywood and the movies. How do they come up with exactly the right plan, exactly the right procedures and techniques in order to uh, get people to respond in exactly the right way? It's not just one time. What has to happen is uh, it's like Pavlov's dog. Um, you do certain things and then before you even do it, he's already got, he's already salivating, anticipating the treat. Yeah. So yeah. Um, uh, what we have to do is go back. Well, where do they do this? They do this when you're a young child. So for example, um, with Disney, uh, the, subtle images that are in all these Disney uh, movies and uh, artwork. It's uh, amazing. People, you can just Google this. You don't have to take my word for it. You can just Google this and you'll find all sorts of stuff. Just put uh, Disney um, occult images or Disney um, uh, Illuminati images, Disney 33, 
uh, on and on. I mean, I probably name a dozen of them here, but That's the long short. <laughs> well, and so what are they doing? Um, for example, uh, one of the great pieces of art that they had uh, that was also in a cartoon. When you looked at it, you thought you were just seeing uh, players in the cartoon. But when you looked at it again, it spelled out Illuminati in the shadow underneath yeah. them. And what's the purpose? Because you don't realize, most people don't realize how suggestible their subconscious is. So let me go back to the uh, uh, work that was done in the, in the 50s, where, uh, and again, this was funded by the CIA, where they put just single images every 30 frames or so of popcorn or Coca-Cola or licorice. And they could see that people suddenly, uh, you didn't realize that image was there in the thing because it's going past so fast, your eyes don't really, your brain doesn't register it, you know, uh, at the front of your brain, but it did subliminally. And so this subliminal programming uh, they'd show popcorn, they'd show licorice, they'd show Coke. And then all of a sudden they'd add in there, buy now, uh, you know, need now, you know, get mm -hmm. now. Yeah. And all of a sudden they'd have people getting up in various places at the theater to go get, uh, you know, popcorn or Coke, right? In the middle of the movie. Um, they can also do it with smells. So pheromones, which is something that uh, uh, your body naturally emits in your sweat, um, can be an attractant or a repellent. So, for example, right now uh, it's rut season, and in some of the areas that I've been driving over the last day, uh, you know, you have to be careful at night because uh, all the deer and the uh, hogs and everybody's out there running around, and they're not even thinking about cars going 70 miles an hour. In fact, I can tell you this right now, Chris, people in New York and LA and Phoenix and Las Vegas have no clue that out in flyover country, out in Timbuktu, those trucks, those guys driving great big trucks with great big tires, with great big bumpers. Yeah. That's not just because they're trying to be bigger and tougher than the next guy. That's so they survive the deer that decides to walk yeah across the road in front of them with no warning yeah 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 deer in the headlights right that's what <laughs> starting to go again can't hear what you're saying all right I don't know, man. We're getting a lot of interference here. Oh, my gosh. This is incredible. I must have seen <laughs> last night when I was driving, and it was just amazing. But it's that time of year. But the, the hormones, those subtle smells, it, right? And it. All right. And it, it affects your. Oh, there we go. Signal dropped. Either it's either we're going to continue this one, um, we'll try again, or we're going to have to reschedule.
Sorry, guys. <laughs> this is incredible here. So um, I'm going to text and see what's going on there. Um, so anyway, as I was saying before, uh, CIA, um, back in the 50s, they did all sorts of stuff uh, dealing with the alien movies, and it was about us against re it's really really about us against communism, which is a good thing. But they they basically controlled what the media would put out, and then you had Operation Mockingbird and stuff. Okay, here we go again. All right, now, I really apologize to all your listeners. I know it's frustrating for them. Um, so they would spray pheromones on certain chairs in a movie theater, and then watch with these uh, infrared lights to see where people would go. And so they'd spray pheromones that you can't smell. They don't have a, a scent. They're scentless. Um, that were male pheromones on certain uh, chairs in a theater. And then you'd have the women sit down and they'd wait a few seconds and all of a sudden they would get up and want to move over a couple chairs onto the chair that uh, had the pheromones on it for no great, you know, obvious reason. And they could do it in odd chairs in the theater and the women would still go there because uh, especially women are much more sensitive to the smells than guys are for some reason. Um, yeah. and, and so uh, the uh, uh, fact is, is that you're being uh, targeted for Programming, yes. All right. In every image, every sound, smell, that they're trying to get to you to condition a response. Images and sounds and talk condition you to think and behave a certain way. And so the last example I'll use for you, which was a very good one. Um, one of my friends who was very, very, very heavy in Hollywood through the 30s, 40s, 50s, uh, uh, 60s. Um, he had been a smoker since he was a young guy and he stopped because he had so many friends that were dying and he said, you know, it's all the programming in the movies and that's where it, where it comes from. And, and he was so Adam. All right. I think it's going to go again. I'm so livid about it. The ash. If, if we're not going to get a good one here, I don't want to upset people. I will. I will record this again for you because this is this is yeah. useful information. And I don't want to be a jerk to people, and I, yeah. it it really. Oh, if you want, we could we could reschedule for early morning. Um, I'm up tonight. You know, but I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody, you know, most of these people are from the East Coast. If we go on late, it'll be a headache for them. Um, but we can do it early morning again. I am open. Let me know. They say they won't be upset, Juan. <laughs> All right. We're going to wait for him to reply there. We, we can't hear you. Just... Uh, yeah, go ahead. It's starting to come back in now. Hello? 
Okay. Those that want to stay, great. And I'll finish what I'm saying. But Okay. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense to you? We didn't hear you. <laughs> we All we heard was, the, does that make sense to you? Too annoying for people. Even though they're being gentlemen, ladies on this, um, uh, I I feel horrible about this, but uh, there's nothing I can do about it at my end. Um, let, let me do a nice tight recording with you so that we don't tick people off. And then, uh, even though they're willing to do it, I I hate to be a jerk to folks. And I this is important material, having to wade through it. And I'd be glad to do this right and. Uh, uh, if we can't do it live, we'll, we'll record it and you can post it and yeah. uh, um, nice and smooth for people. I, I don't know when you're going to. I mean, I'm glad to go on talking right now. I just I just don't want to stretch right, people's, right. Uh, you know, patience. Uh, if people want to stay mm-hmm. and let me continue on. I'm... You guys want to you guys want to wait or you want to want us to do this another time? <laughs> not, it looks like they want to wait. <laughs> Oh, okay, good. Well, let's keep going then. So at the end of the day, you've got all sorts of programming that you're subjected to. And where is the practice, the heavy lifting, the research going on to do this, to make this happen? It's there in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So uh, one thing that happened was they established this uh, uh, uh I keep calling it hilltop. It's not. Uh, it's mountaintop, Air Force Base, whatever it is. There at the top of uh, the canyon, and it's been written about, talked about for a while. And it was alleged that that was just a studio to um, uh, process and work with the film from nuclear uh, explosions tests and high-speed cameras to be able to photograph a nuclear explosion at extremely high uh, frame rates. And uh, so you could slow it down and look at every instant of the bomb's explosion. The reality is th- there may have been some of that going on technologically, et cetera, but they, the reality is they had an extremely complex underground studio there at this house at the top of the hill. And um, it was a covert military base. Uh, CIA's in there, Air Force is in there. Uh, there's a relationship between CIA and Air Force because they were both established in 47. Before 47, the uh, aircraft were under the uh, Army Air Force, which uh, then broke off and became its own separate service as the uh, Air Force, kind of like what uh, President Trump is doing now with the Space Force. So uh, Air Force and CIA are very intricately tied together. They have this location uh, just out of town from the uh, Hollywood they have this, you know, secret military base that nobody realizes at the top of this uh, residential area. Uh, and various people are coming there training. They're not just looking at film. Marilyn Monroe is going yeah. there and learning how to uh, be an actress and present just exactly right. She's being tuned up. She's being trained. Marilyn Monroe has a top secret clearance at a military base as a teenager. Oh, why did it have to cut out now? 
her. It was her history prior to that. She so she was the perfect candidate to be uh, uh, used in this way, and she became that. You know, she was trained to be the sex pot, present a certain way. And where does she go? She does the centerfold for the first edition of Playboy. Who funded Playboy? CIA. That's where the money yeah. came from for Playboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when, uh, uh, and I've, I've talked about that other times uh, uh, fairly extensively in the bunny jet and how they saved uh, Playboy when they were bankruptcy with the military uh, renting the bunny, bunny jet, leasing it, um, and Nazis flying around on it. Uh, literally, I'm not, I mean, this isn't even, you know, conspiracy theory. This is a, a known fact that we have lots of uh, people have talked about. So why is CIA so involved there? Because you have to control the way the population thinks, not just inside the United States, but outside also. And it's, it is a national security issue. So there was a valid component. If we're at war, if we can hit certain triggers to, uh, for example, uh, the movie tone reels, you show guys in trouble and they're in the fight and you show them winning and, and, uh, we're the good guys and, and we're saving the babies, etc. Well, then guys feel like they have to go join up and do their part. Uh, you listen to the, the, the way that things are intoned in those old uh, movie tone reels. And you realize that this is about propagandizing the population. Moms to support their sons going off to war. Uh, you know, people staying at it in the factories to keep the war going. Um, you know, the they were intensely important propaganda where it was coming out of Hollywood. That's where all the editing was happening. That's where all the creativity was happening. So nothing has changed since then. It's only become much more uh, um, polished. So now we move up into the alien stuff. Well, you think the alien stuff is all relatively recent. What about the day the earth stood still? Yeah. What about uh, War of the Worlds? These are newer films, but they're based on older presentations, much older. Orson Welles with the War of the Worlds on the radio broadcast and the imagination of people and understanding a certain, developing a certain perception, looking for the aliens amongst us, uh, landing. And even the intonation of uh, uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still, which is the alien looks just like a man the robot is just uh, a distraction, a magician's trick. Yeah. And uh, the man is right there in amongst all of us. That's part of the imagery that they're trying to uh, uh, sift into people's mind, that they walk among us. They're already here. Yeah. Um, and the whole theme of, you know, we're going to destroy ourselves with nuclear weapons. And so only aliens can come save us because we'll destroy ourselves and they're here to preserve us. And so, you know, love the alien. And uh, uh, it's, it's, they're here to help us. We're just here to help you. Um, don't believe a word of it. Um, and on the other side of the coin, Independence Day, where your emotions are twisted the other way, there's no negotiating with the aliens. There's no way that they'll ever resolve. And so now, now you are the deer in the headlights because you're 
Okay. In both stories. Uh, you know, one of the things that, that I think I've mentioned to your audience, at least other audiences, before, I have a very mature in the late 1800s and like that. And so, uh, something that I really, really enjoy. And you see, um, this over a very long period of time out into our society. Well, what's the usefulness of that? The people that were all right. Looks like we're on the verge of cutting up. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I think we're going to have to do this one again soon. Very soon. Um, I don't have anyone. I don't have any program planned for tomorrow because obviously Election Day. Um, we'll see what happens. You'll be back in the room in a minute. Um, basically, you know, Hollywood is a big propaganda machine. Um, Hitler used it, as many of you guys know. Um, in his propaganda, the left or the communist left is using it right now. China is using it against us. Um, the United Nation is using it against us with the subjects of inclusivity and all that. Um, yeah, I don't know if you noticed, but um, and uh, guys, I mean, whoever's too sensitive about they don't get don't get me wrong. I'm not, I have nothing against Asians, <laughs> but. Um, because China has control of Hollywood, at least in some form, they are they're putting way more Asians on TV and in the movies now, and also a lot more black people and so. But it's not because they like them though; it's just so they could use them to as um, pawns in their in whatever the, the plans they have. Okay, let's just add. Hello. Hey, there you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, All right. So hopefully we'll get through this. I apologize to your people. Mm -hmm. um, so in the background, we're being programmed by these people to believe a certain thing. So let me let me give you a couple of uh, uh, more recent examples that are at the edge of most of your audience's uh, knowledge, but a great movie. Let me recommend that everybody in your audience go get a movie that was done in the 50s, 1956, and it's... Um, uh, uh, Forbidden Planet. Forbidden Planet, if you haven't seen it, is a great movie. It really is. And it's not something that you're actually going to not enjoy. It's, uh, it's actually fairly well done. One of the interesting things about this movie, in those days in the 50s, studios didn't cooperate because the next studio was the competition. Mm -hmm. So they didn't want to work together. This movie was unusual. Because in the aftermath of the Korean War, in this moment of time when uh, we're getting ready to get into the whole space thing, which hadn't happened yet, Eisenhower's president, uh, John F. Kennedy hasn't uh, announced to run or anything like that, he's a senator. Uh, the uh, talk is 
you know, bebopping and, and uh, you know, 57 Chevrolets coming out and the whole schmear. Uh, it, was, it was very much um, the outer limits beginning of uh, moving into rock and roll. And um, here's this movie that's made that's a space uh, thriller about a spacecraft going out to the forbidden planet somewhere. And when they get there, they're surprised to find a scientist already there with his daughter. And uh, it's quite an amazing movie. And it's an important movie on so many levels. But that's where the, the Robbie the Robot came from. And he was ended up being in a whole bunch of movies. He was quite popular at the time. And uh, it's important, though, because what was in this movie was so critical as far as programming the message going out to the public on multiple levels to get them tuned up to anticipate some kind of alien uh, presence, uh, mindset, uh, surrealness, that the studios cooperated. And behind the scenes, CIA was once again given money to the different studios to look the other way that, that their, their actors, their, the best actors and actresses of the day were all brought in, the best directors of the day were all brought in to cooperate in the making of this movie. And so it was a blended operation. And you have to also remember that uh, this is uh, when the L. Ron Hubbard and uh, Jack Parsons are doing their uh, magic trying to create the uh, moon child. And so Babylon working and uh, Jack Parsons, for those of you who don't know, he's the guy that is uh, considered the founder of the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, uh, which is the uh, development arm for NASA. And, uh, you know, never a straight answer. NASA that's the most occult ritual um, uh, god and goddess worshipping organization in the whole U.S. government maybe in the world so other than CERN so uh, all these people come together to make this movie why did they do that because the message was that critical to get people thinking in that direction now not everybody is going to do it there's adopters, there's early adopters, there's the kids. Let me compare it to something going on right now, the Q operation. The Q operation uh, wasn't uh, intended in its early stages to be adopted, looked at uh, by the people in their you know, late 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s at all. It was aimed at uh, gamers, kids, a younger audience, that could get into the 4chan arena and later the 8chan and uh, in these anonymous areas and have these anonymous conversations uh, supposedly out of the uh, purview of the government and then people be able to post stuff anonymously without being found out or known. And there were several tests, FBI and non, CIA and non, et cetera and uh, started getting the audience tuned up. And uh, then the uh, Q postings. Um, 
Now I'm just going to tell your audience, they can argue, fuss, whine, moan all they want. Uh, the Q team is not a person. It's a team. And uh, the postings are being orchestrated, uh, literally using uh, supercomputer uh, uh, systems to check and cross-check and correlate um, right down to the second of the posts and the materials so that it interleaves layer and layer and layer on top of each Okay. Um, and there is some misdirection in there, like a magician's trick. There is multiple options that are dialed in for timing and other things. Part of that's to throw off the people that are looking at this that are the black hats and keep them guessing on timing, methodologies, uh, locations, etc. cetera. Uh, it's like a magician uh, with the girl with the plumage on her tail and in her hair uh, flipping and turning and uh, uh, gyrating in such a way that it gets all your attention makes everybody go one direction with their eyes while the magician is taking that instant to do something some kind of trickery uh, the Q team has been uh, diligently posting critical information so that uh, those gamers those kids which literally when this all started was in the 16 to 24 year old bracket trying to figure out a puzzle you know when you get into a video game you work a level until you've mastered it and then you go to the next level and if you keep playing it playing and playing you figure something out and then where the egg is where the pressure is where the uh, extra strength is and now you can get through that level and so it's it's a programming thing the person's being programmed at the same time they're playing the program to react respond anticipate move in certain ways uh, in order to get through that level of the uh, program so the uh, Q operation was aimed at that crowd. Those early adopters were teenagers. Look at where we're at now, Chris, four years later. Mm -hmm. And what do we have? We have 20 year olds, 22, 23, 24, who are voters. And they are understanding all these details about what's been going on in the world what's been going on around them now for you know three and a half years and they're seeing it in these in these messages in these posts and they're putting the pieces together and then they're sharing that with older people and then older people uh, like me are the beneficiaries we don't have to do as much work as uh, some of the younger folks do uh, because they've done all that heavy lifting and they have the skill sets and the time and the resources. And then you have a lot of uh, uh, people that are, you know, steady at the wheel that are helping them to understand what the meaning of certain things is, looking at clues, using their um, computer skills, their business skills, their observational skills, their um, mathematic skills to. Um, put the pieces together to see how we've been being programmed and manipulated and played and 
it's not that, uh, for example, within the Q team, the Q operation, that they don't have all this information. But you see, you don't win a war just by uh, a bombing campaign, if you will. You could go in with the Air Force with high altitude bombers and knock out all the factories, but you can't win the land. It takes boots on the ground. It takes numbers. And so when you go in, you have to own and occupy the space or they'll be back or they'll move there. So it can't be at a great distance. The operation within the Q operation is all about owning the ground. It's getting enough people aware of what's going on, understanding, talking about it to where uh, on the numbers, a large enough mass of the population is very uh, literate, very astute in understanding the schemes, the scams that are going on, and then are not going to buy into the illusion, the trickery, etc. If you go to a magic act and, you know, a tenth of the audience is magicians, uh, it just ruins it, even for the magician, because he can't get away with anything. These people are pulling a magician's trick on the people. And we're the first ones to say, well, that's what he's doing right there. Look at the, you know, fish line up his sleeve. Uh, oh, yeah. He's got, look at where the coin is. It's right between his fingers. Uh, they're calling out the tricks. Uh, it's like what I was doing when the, the whole Syria debacle was going on. And, and seven times they tried false flags. And uh, I was putting into all of my, you know, various folks, hey, pay attention. Uh, this is what's going on here. And uh, we identified the false flags and uh, people said, no, we're not going. I'm not going to be part of it. I'm not going to be uh, involved in your next oil war. And so they couldn't pull it off. And that's what's going on within the country. This, this awakening that's happening right now is an awakening that they can't stop because too many people understand the magician's trick, as it was explained through the Q stuff. When you go into Hollywood, when you go into the media here in the country, they were being uh, used in order to um, anticipate, trigger, program us to accept certain things as true, as reality, as the way we should uh, react or function, because we were triggered into it, uh, we were programmed into it to have these triggers in our system through multiple observations and TV, movies, etc., to accept certain things presented a certain way. Um, and now that we're seeing these things in there, they're, they're actually becoming even more adamant in trying to hold the programming in place. Uh, they're being even more forward, they're being less subtle. And it's not working for them. Um, on the alien thing, the deal is, is that they've been dialing this alien component in for a very, very, very long time. But in reality, the ability to fool large masses of people, and I would use 9-11 as an example. I'll, I'll lose a whole bunch of your listeners here when I say this, but I'll just tell you anyway. Uh, no planes. I'm going to lose a whole bunch of your people, but, you know, I don't care. No planes went into the Twin Towers. No planes went into the Twin Towers. No planes went into the Twin Towers. That was a uh, 
very intricately uh, orchestrated and played out holographic uh, visual. The explosives were already in the buildings. Uh, the timing was such. Do you know that uh, we have the ability to do these incredible optical illusions with holographics at a monstrously huge scale? Yes. To where you would yeah. think it's the return of Christ up in the clouds. Uh -huh. uh, there was a test done off of a sub submarine. And in fact, you can look up Project Bluebeam, uh, where they illustrated Christ returning in the clouds. They had a whole village uh, in this one location where people had no clue what was going on. And they were certain that this was it. This is the end. This is, you know, you know, they're seeing angels in the clouds, etc. because it's so real. Uh, the Phoenix lights, uh, that was an optical illusion. And uh, it was conducted in order to ascertain just how well we could uh, mimic uh, this. And uh, they did an amazing job. You have tens of thousands of people that saw this and they'd absolutely swear to you they saw a for real UFO that was of unbelievable proportions. And uh, in reality, it was an extremely intricately uh, played Hollywood Hollywood, 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 holographic in order to test uh, perceptions, observations, uh, etc. You know, yeah. you had people that they could see the rivets on the side of the ship. They could see the windows on the bottom of the ship. Um, okay. Well, that was a model that was photographed intricately and it was intended to, it was a Hollywood thing and it was intended to be seen a certain way. In fact, the ships that actually do that kind of stuff don't have rivets and they don't have that kind of window anyway. So that's uh, part of the illusion. Um, and uh, it looks as real as can be. Timing is everything. A magician's trick. Uh, for those of you that, that want to argue with me on that, okay. So let's go back to it. Go look at the aircraft going into the buildings. Uh, the aircraft would have begun to accordion. Uh, the skin of the aircraft would have begun to fold as it went into the buildings. Um, and uh, it'd be like tissue paper hitting a concrete wall. Um, that's not what you see. The buildings, uh, the aircraft go into the buildings um, and uh, hold, just go into the building and eject the material out, etc. No, it was timing uh, for the optical illusion. Um, look at the Pentagon, that was a missile. But, uh, you know, they staged parts there, etc. This is all a scam. You're being programmed, you're being Hollywooded. Well, who did the work? to set up the programming for that Hollywood operation. Where did, where did the filming get done? Where did the coordination get done? How did it get choreographed? How did it get tested? Hollywood is being turned on the world like a secret weapon, mm -hmm. like a weapon of mass destruction to program you into believing certain magic illusions uh, in the scriptures, in the Bible, it says that the illusion would be so strong that everyone would be sucked in 
even the most elite, the the most churched churched people, except for the grace of God. If you if you are not strong enough to recognize, if you're not emotionally strong enough to reject the illusion, you're going to get sucked in. And so even in this election, if you look at the two sides, I'll just say it, uh, your people can argue, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, get into a uh, Democrat Republican thing. I'm just telling you that, uh, you know, you're being told that, uh, you know, uh, it's like the Hello. Got his mistress there and catches him. And then he says, honey, honey, don't believe your lying eyes. Okay. Your eyes are not telling you the truth here. You, you, you don't know what you're, what you think you're seeing isn't what you're seeing. And, uh, but you see it all over the country. People are saying, no, I'm not, I'm not going to believe the lie any longer, even on the pandemic. Uh, we've been programmed with the masks and the numbers and all the people who are sick and it's, you know, thousands and thousands of times every day. And people are going, wait a minute, you know, the guy on the motorcycle that crashed uh, and they were barely keeping alive on life support and he dies five hours later. He did not die of COVID. So. Hello. All right. Don't cut out now, my friend. Don't cut out now. All right. We we just had somebody that um oh there we go. All right. We might lose him again. COVID on his death certificate or even saying COVID related is the dumbest thing in the world. Uh, sorry, we didn't we didn't hear most of that. We didn't hear most of that about the animals. Okay, sorry. Um it's like the pandemic, you know, they had this plan for a very long time. This didn't just come up. They had, you know, gamed this out against America to anticipate how we would react to each phase of their little pandemic and the masks and uh, the germs and all that uh, in order to get us into a controlled, uh, captured mentality more fully. It was 9-11 on steroids for the whole world to, you know, uh, Canada, the president uh, tweeted out the uh, behind the scenes discussions in Canada uh, going on uh, uh, concerning what's going to come after the election. And, and they were uh, arguing over the fact that they're going to um, have a mandatory stay at home lockdown. And it's only a couple weeks out before Thanksgiving. And the only way you would be allowed out on the street would be if you were chipped and you were given your shot. And then anytime you were seen, you'd have to be able to be scanned for your chip to show that you have a current vaccination. And if you do, you can walk the streets freely, come and go as you please, and you don't even have to wear a mask. But you do have to uh, be chipped and vaccinated and keep your vaccinations current. Um, well, that's all a scam that's been in place for a very long time. They just want to chip us. It's not about the virus. The virus is uh, bullshit. Now there is a, there is a version of it that's quite serious, the L version. And, uh, so, you know, somewhere in here, if you get the uh, C version, then you build up immunity towards, 
uh, later versions that could show up. So, you know, you probably already had the seed and you didn't know it, but that's going to keep you from probably getting the worst one. Uh, it's like I, polio. Um, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so I was going to report on this later, but I might as well bring it up now. Uh, Michael Bay, they released a trailer today for a movie called Songbird. And what is predict now? We don't know if they're warning or this is part of the the predictive programming. Yeah. But it it in the movie is pretty much talking about another lockdown by I think twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two or something like that, where it's COVID twenty three now instead of nineteen, and it'll be like um, just civilians that are really about the mandates or whatnot will be fighting against people that don't want to go to the camps. I mean, it's really bizarre. Uh, if you guys want to go check that trailer out, it's called Songbird, uh, directed by Michael Bay. Um, I think it'll give you chills. Go ahead. Well, okay. And I've talked about this with your listeners before. Uh, the numbers, it's in the book. You know, go read my book and, and see what I'm talking about. The numbers, they communicate by numbers. The programming is by numbers. They do subtle over and over and over and over again on the numbers because they want you programmed with the numbers. What's mm -hmm. the whole thing with the Q17? Q is the 17th letter of the alphabet. Uh, the Q team is owning the number 17 back. Uh, Q is code for 17. Well, what's the 17? The center of Washington, D.C. is the Washington Monument, the center of these uh, city-states that are ruling the world uh, are these monuments. And that's the uh, phallic symbol, the dildo of Osiris uh, corpse. And I've talked about it before. Well, he was killed uh, on the 17th of the month and resurrected on the 17th of the month. So it's the death and resurrection day of their Christ which is Osiris, their version of Christ yeah. uh, in their ritual. And um, the uh, he was chopped into 14 pieces, and he, his brother Set killed him, chopped him into 14 pieces, scattered them all over the world. Isis goes out, finds 13 of the 14 pieces. Isis is his mother, and so she doesn't want him to die without having had any children, so she fashions a dildo out of stone fastens it to his body and has sex with her son and then becomes impregnated allegedly and ha has a god child named horus and uh horus is supposed to be like the sun that we have out here every day uh that's their religion doesn't matter if you believe it it's only matters that they believe it. it's their religion not ours so anyway uh his death and resurrection date is the 17th of the month um, and so we come back over to this symbology within, um, uh, the movies and within the way that we're programmed and they want to use every number to have a meaning. Okay. So the number 23, anything with the number 23 has to do with the whole world, affects the whole world, impacts the whole world affects the whole world. Why 23? Because there's 23 chromosomes from each parent to make a baby. So uh, 23 is this world number. Now you go to 2023. Uh, what's that about? Well, 
zeros don't matter in gematria. So you drop the zero most all the time. There's occasions when you keep it for certain reasons, 40 days, 40 nights, things like that. Um, but you drop the zero. And so now you've got, uh, it doesn't count. It's not, it doesn't have a numerical value. So now you've got 2023, drop the zero, that's 223. Where have you heard that number before? That's the number of skull and bones, yeah. 322, 223. Yeah. They do everything mirrored. So the NATO round is a 223 round. It's their 322 mirrored. Uh, in this occult world that these people occupy, they're witchcraft, they're warlocks. You're breaking up there, sir. Hello. Okay. Um, uh, unless we get them back again, as I've been showing the trailer the whole time here, um, and you, I, I pointed out certain things to you guys. I'll, I'll probably cover this in a separate program. Um, one might drop out again because like we can't hear any audio. But um, as you see here, you know, this is all about the next strain. Um. And th these these people want they really want the world locked down till 2022. So, like I said, it's either they're programming us or they're warning us. And I know knowing that China is pretty much in control of Hollywood, at least for the most part, this is not, you know, I, I just don't think it's a warning. <laughs> I just don't. I have a funny feeling it's not a warning. Um, and everything to for them to release this right before the the uh the elections is telling you know and that could be just my conspiratorial mind but as you see here there will be um bracelets for uh people that have taken the vaccine and they're going to try to force other people to go to these um camps that look like a third world country right and they say the the only way out is whatever they're about to say is together. So I don't know. I, I But this is alarming to me for them to do this because it's the same thing they did on the streaming services when it came to the pandemic movies that came out around the same time COVID hit. This is all planned out, gamed out. It goes all the way back to 2016. All right? So uh, if you want to warn people, show them this trailer. <laughs> Show them the trailer because there's so many people that when you start talking about this stuff, they go nuts and they, they are so programmed with mainstream media. They don't want to look any other place for concrete news. They say it's not a free speech itch issue when it is um, a part of the whole thing because so many people have gotten censored, including Nobel Peace Prize winners and all sorts of top doctors around the world censored. But yet, it's not a free speech issue. Yeah, right. And um, so, you know what? <laughs> I don't think we're, we're probably going to get one back, but we've gone um hour and 19 minutes. But what uh, we will do is reschedule this program 
to continue so you can get all the information that he was trying to give us here. And, um, uh, you know, at least we got some of the, the, the clear stuff. And yes, Revelation talks about a lot, man. It talks about a lot. And there is going to be a great deception. Hold on a second here. Hey. Yeah, I, I apologize. I don't know why it's being so bad. Hey, you went a little while there without any problems. So, hey, we got a lot of good information there. Um, so what we'll probably do is try to do this one over again. And um, okay. have it all clear for people to, to get the information that you're really trying to give out there. I, while you were talking, I was showing the trailer for Longbird. And it's a lot of stuff in there. I'm not sure that. Have you seen it yet? Yes. All right. Um and I will do. We'll redo this, like you said, Chris. I, I, your listeners that stayed with us are wonderful, but I don't. I, it's, it's very frustrating for folks, and and this is important information, and and so, uh, uh, I'll be uh, available all week, and I'll, I'll be glad to redo this with you, and I'll be in a nice uh, location to do that. Uh, uh, you know, in the aftermath of the election year. Sure thing. Uh, as always, everybody out there, listen, we are at a critical time in our country, um, so this is not time to play games. You know, here's a funny thing. I went to the store today with somebody, and we were at the cashier checkout, and she was, you know, all happy and giddy and whatnot, and she asked, did you vote? I said, yeah, I voted for freedom and not tyranny. And she said, um, yeah, freedom, not tyranny. Because we, we want to, we, we would like to switch, you know, British presidents for Canada. I was like, whoa, <laughs> you know? And I, I'm listening to her, and uh, obviously, this is, uh, you know, Trump supporter, but she really thinks that getting Trump out is about freedom. So we have this whole programming going on. Many people are just not aware of anything. They think that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are freedom, and they're for the total opposite. This is a crazy brainwash. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we have to all get out there and do our job, vote and stand firm and stay strong in the Lord, stay strong in our patriotism and see what comes out of this election. I have no worries. I'm not worried about it at all. I keep telling my friends that. Um, so I just thank you for joining us tonight. Juan? Yes. And I, I really... I don't know how to make it up to your listeners except just redo it, but I, I appreciate that they were kind enough to stay with us during all of this uh, and at least give it a try. And uh, uh, so they all get gold stars. And, uh, um, you know, let me let me tell you something, Chris. Uh, and I don't think I even told you this. Um, and I don't know quite how we're going to do it yet, but I'll take a chance with your listeners there. Every turn your radios off, if Chris doesn't like this idea. Um, I just happen to have a few of the uh, pages out of the book that were from the test section. And I think what we're going to do, Chris, because uh, they're kind of cool. They almost make great posters or something. They're huge. And uh, they're like, 23 wide and uh, uh, 30 inches tall. They make great posters. Um, I think what I'll do, Chris, is I'll uh, shoot you a few of them. I'll sign them for you. And if you listen to this broadcast and you had to go through a lot of pain, maybe Chris can uh, shoot off 
oh, 10 episodes out. to whoever might send them an email here or something and connect with the show. Uh-oh. You completely dropped. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll get what he was trying to say there. Uh, shooting off some posters to some people. Um, we'll see what happens there. Um, at uh, Elon or Elon MW, uh, you're asking to ask one to go deeper into the Bible. Is the Bible also false on uncomplete? Uncomplete. Um, well, you know, I'll get his opinion, but at the same time, I'm going to tell you that the Bible is it's complete. <laughs> it's complete. A lot of the books are left out for a lot of the other books are left out for a reason because they didn't match what the Bible actually taught. And there were some blasphemous things in there and on and on. Uh, there, there are like the Apocrypha is that was in the original Bible. Um, the book of, um, oh my goodness, I can't, I'm drawing a blank here. The family, the Maccabees, the Maccabees, that's in some Bibles around the world. So now I'm not talking about those books. I'm talking about other ones that were just lies. There, there's one where Jesus uh, was like a brat and he he, 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 he was like a trickster. Uh, th that's not compatible with the Bible. The Bible is complete. It's complete. Um, trust me on that. <laughs> it, it's too long to get into right now. That's a, that's a whole another show. But, you know, I'll, I'll even... Um, get one to come. He believes in the Bible, so um, and and he believes in in God, Jesus, and all that. So uh, it's not uh, a thing of is it false. It's a thing of um, were there any um, mistranslations or purposeful tr translation that were not right? You know, so that's that's the real issue right there. So um, you want to deal with that. You can do the research. It's, it's all over the place. Uh, just be careful where you go. That's all I, that's all I can really tell you. So, um, I hope that gave you a little insight because, you know, listen, uh, the Bible said is, I mean, the God said that his word won't pass away. And if you believe what God says, then his word won't pass away. Um, it's the inerrant word of God. Um, it was not written by man. He wrote the Bible through man. It's a total different thing there. And it was written by 40 different authors. Check this out on, uh, I think, four different continents and over a period of like 1,500 years. And it all matches from beginning to end. You, you, you can't get that to, through the device of man. Okay, so I'll just give you that little tidbit. So with that, um, I'd just like to say thanks for joining us. Um, one is cut out again. So we're going to uh, reschedule. So as we said before, and you'll get all the information in clarity um, when he's settled off the uh, road trip that he's on right now. So thanks for joining us. And, um, you know, I, we're going to get all sorts of uh, different uh, ideas of what I, about what I just said about the Bible, but that's okay. Uh, that's why we are so confused in the world today about uh, the, deity of, the deity of Jesus, the inerrancy of the Bible, and all these things is because of uh, people that don't have good intentions for you, people that have uh, used all sorts of different weird translation methods, and that's why we have so many de denominations. Some of it was about power. Some of it was about somebody reading their own thoughts into it. And now we have all these issues, confusion, 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 confusion. That's not the way God works. So that's all man. Okay. So there you go. 
I'm done. No more explaining. <laughs> we'll catch you on the next show. Next show, and I hope that you guys have a, a good uh, rest of your evening. Go out and vote. Um, pray about the election, and that these people will not succeed in their evil plans. We know that they're people working in the background for our good. Pray for them. Pray for the president, even if you don't like him. <laughs> you know, pray for him um, because this country is in a serious state of pretty much a, a, a coup from the communist regimes that are entangled like a tick in your ear. Okay? Pray for it. <laughs> Pray to Jesus and let's go and save this country. And with that, remember out there, don't let them burn. All right. <laughs>